The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Lots of people still getting in touch about a discussion we had all the way back at four o'clock, which is on whether Dublin is indeed a rip off the ninth most expensive city in Europe, the 36th, I think, or is it 38th uh, most expensive city uh, in the world. Of course, Ireland exists outside the M50. I should know I live there, as does Joe O'Shea, who's the editor of Corkbio.ie. Joe, is there the same sense in Cork that things have become a rip off or is it different? There's definitely a sense that things have become more expensive in Cork. Um, the average rent in Cork is 1700 a month. That's 600 less than the average rent in Dublin, but it's still a lot of money. Um, houses here, the average semi-D is 150000 cheaper in Cork than it is in Dublin. Um, but it still feels like a lot of money, 355000 for the average semi-D in and around Cork City. Prices have definitely gone up down here, and I've noticed that we returned from London about five years ago, and it really felt like a a very budget-friendly, family-friendly city to live in. But, you know, with the cost of living crisis, it's definitely the prices for pretty much everything have gone up, and it's starting to feel like a more expensive city to live in. Yeah, and and I think that would be probably the experience right around the country. We're going to be speaking to someone in, in Limerick in just a moment. But but the sentiment from someone who comes to Dublin is that there's price gouging going on and and that it, it is impossible to live frugally, that it is just an expensive city across yeah. the board, full stop. And I wonder, is that true of Cork? Beyond beyond the, no. the acceptance that it's gotten more expensive, is it too expensive? Are people being it's ripped not, off? It, I've, I've been in Dublin recently. I have friends who live there and I know Dublin has become almost kind of hostile kind of place, especially if you're not earning big bucks, right? Cork doesn't feel like that. There's still a place there where you can be in the arts, where you can be in, a, you know, not a well-paid job or a very well-paid job, and you can still have a pretty good life here. More than that, you know, what, apart from the cost, the quality of life feels, a, feels very good in Cork at the moment still. You know, people aren't loaded, but it's a, it is a very good city to live in because of what you have around you. And what you have around you is lovely beaches within, you know, 25 minutes, 30 minutes outside the city, a nice, compact, relaxed, friendly, easygoing, laid back kind of city. It doesn't feel hostile in a way that Dublin does. Dublin doesn't feel like a city that's set up to, for people. It feels like a city that's set up for money. And Cork doesn't feel like that. Um, Martin Hart from the Temple Bar Company was with me earlier and he was defending Dublin. He was making the point that there's lots of free things to do. Lots of museums and galleries are free in Dublin. And he, he talked about some examples in other countries where they're not free. He also suggested there are there is value to be had if people go looking for it. But we tend maybe not to, to, to know about these things or do the same research we would do if we're visiting another city. I mean, do you, do you have to go digging to find value in Cork? Local knowledge definitely helps, uh, but you know there is not there is not really wild price differences between one restaurant and another, or cafe or whatever, or bar. What you will get in Cork is a lot of locally owned businesses. So uh, we don't have the big multiples down here. So we don't have a lot of Domino's pizzas or Starbucks or Costas or any. You tend to get locally owned independent coffee shops really dominate absolutely dominate the city and you can get you know really good coffee for not much money and and good snacks and stuff like that you know i mean i don't want to sound hostile towards dublin i lived in dublin for 25 years and i absolutely Mm. love the place and in many ways i still do but like i said 
when when people go, I want to go to a gig, right? There's a big concert and it's like, oh God, it's happening in Dublin, which means I'm going to get absolutely massacred on a hotel room. Or if I need to go for a big match, a big rugby match, a big soccer match, I'm going to get killed. If I've got to go for an All-Ireland final or a semi-final, I'm going, it's going to be really, really, you know, I'm going to get absolutely gouged on this. So I, I know that within Ireland, I think a lot of Irish people who don't live in Dublin don't really relish the prospect of traveling there or visiting there. It does feel like a city that's set up for tourists, foreign tourists with lots of money. It does not feel like a welcoming city for Irish travelers, I, I, I personally feel. Why are there not more of the big multiples to make chains in Cork? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a very good question. Um, it, there's probably a good few reasons. Cork people are fiercely proud of our food culture down here and tend to, ha- tend to want to buy local and support local. They've never managed to catch on here. There's only three or four Starbucks in the entire county. Um, Domino's have struggled greatly to, to get a foothold here. Of four star people, all of those. Cork people like to, to spend with Cork businesses, but also you got to see the, the, think of the fact that Cork was very poor when compared to Dublin up until very, very recently. The 90s and the noughties didn't really be, bring the kind of like boom that you saw in Dublin. Mm. So it allowed a lot of family-owned or independent or, or Cork-owned businesses to kind of survive through that and kind of raise their game to the point where now Cork people are fiercely proud of our food culture down here and will support local whenever they can. Yeah. Why go to a chain when you can go to KC's or Hillbillies? Anyway, uh, exactly. <laughs> John in Kilkenny is after getting in touch. If people think Dublin's expensive, try this for size. I, Kieran, like you, live in Kilkenny. My wife works in Kilkenny. She ran me today in a bad mood. I asked her why. She told me she was charged five quid for the following. A dry bap with a breast of chicken on it. No butter, no sauce. Now, that's a real up, John. Sorry, I know you're going to accuse me of missing the point here. But why was she ordering a dry bap with the breast of chicken on it? That's the real question I would have. But listen, fair point. A fiver does sound expensive uh, for that. Please stop comparing Dublin to giant countries like the US or cities like Barcelona with a population of five and a half million. So somebody else, we're an island with many things imported. Yes, the prices are exorbitant, but maybe compares to Vienna, only a slightly larger population. An incredible public transportation system. Still, Vienna's not an island. I'd love to hear a like for like uh, comparison. Well, we've had the, the Cork view. What about in, in Limerick? Uh, June Shannon is a medical journalist. She moved to Limerick not too long ago, partly to cut down on the uh, cost of living. June, you're welcome to the show. So how, how has the Limerick experiment been going? Is, is it cheaper to live in Limerick than Dublin? Um, yeah, but I've only been here, qualify that with, I've only been here just over a month. Um, but I'm definitely seeing differences already. Uh, things like, um, particularly with with childcare and school associated costs. So uh, summer camps, which everyone is organising now for the summer for the seven year old, are is cheaper. Um, also, the school has an art camp after school for a few weeks, and I rang the school to see how much it cost because there's always a cost associated. When I was in Dublin, and I was told to my delight that it was all free. Um, and then other things like day-to-day groceries, etc. we haven't seen difference, but things like bin charges, yeah, they're cheaper. Um, so living here, the, definitely the price for a family, uh, things to do for families, swimming, you know, swimming lessons, that kind of stuff, it's definitely cheaper. And I've only been here, living here just over a month, so maybe five or six weeks. So all those day-to-day things that, that, that add up, if they're a couple of quid cheaper each, that makes a big difference at the end of the month. It makes a huge difference. I mean, it's that's one of the reasons why we. Well, the biggest reason we left Dublin was we we couldn't do it. We were uh, financially struggling every single month, 
And uh, this this month is the first time we weren't. Um, you know, given that there was a cost obviously involved with the move. But um, yeah, and it's from the financial point of view, even at it's just over a month, I can see it's going to make a huge difference to us. It means that we can, you know, breathe a bit because we, yeah. we couldn't breathe in Dublin. Um, we both had good jobs. Um, uh, well, you know, normally um, relatively adequate job, a very good job, good jobs so that with with what you would call a good pay. But we we couldn't do it. I mean, it was struggling every month, and we were there for seventeen years. Um, so we just couldn't do it anymore. And I'm glad that we made the move. And I definitely think of Mr. Ripoff. It's not built for families. It's not mm. built for younger families, any families, older people on pensions, um, older renters, for example. People have got nothing left. And, you know, yes, there are freebies. You can go to the, for example, we did. We used to go into the museum in Dublin and the art gallery in Dublin on a regular basis. But then there's the, the transport fare to get into Dublin. Then there's, you go for a snack in, in the cafe or whatever. We used to bring a picnic and bring our own food. But like, that you can do that every now and again, but then it gets exhausting, you know. You're yeah. like looking for the freebies. It's actually tiring. You're like, why should I be struggling to go for a day out? You know. I I, I I've no doubt that there were were challenges in moving lock, stock, and barrel from from Dublin to Limerick. But I mean, it must be a, an emotional weight off the shoulders to to get to the end of the month and not be kind of desperately counting the pennies. Oh, it's huge. I mean, I, I I can't explain what a relief it is. And to know that in a few months when we're settled and we have a bit more money together, we can perhaps dream about saving for a deposit, which we could never do in Dublin. So it was the classic running to stand still scenario in yes, Dublin. Exactly. It was running to stand still. It was, you know, paying rent, paying childcare, paying everything else and having nothing to save at the end of it. But now we look like, it looks like we will have something to save. Which is fantastic. Like I've never been in this position before. Yeah. I miss Dublin. I mean I miss I love Dublin. I love this. I miss I don't miss the place, I miss the people. I miss my friends, I miss my neighbours. Um but from a financial point of view it just makes more sense for us as a family. And how do you like Limerick, beyond the cost? Oh, I'm liking it a lot. Yeah, I'm really liking it. Like um, you know, it's a great quality of life down here. People are so friendly and so helpful. Um, and they've just, you know, my daughter has joined all the GAA teams. She loves it. Um, and she's really enjoying it. The school is lovely. And people are just genuinely decent and they're, they'll help you out, which is great. Um, and also things aren't too far away. You know, so when we lived in Dublin, it was like, okay, there's a match on for my daughter or there's a party or whatever. It's like, okay, how do we get there? How far away is it? How long will it take us to get there? What's just like, whereas where we're living in, in Limerick, everything is quite reachable within any, uh, short, relatively short distance, by 10 minutes. My commute to work is seven minutes, which is amazing. Yeah, and that, that, that there's probably people as well who live around you and think, God, you have to drive all the way seven minutes to get to work in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it's criminal. <laughs> um, uh, before I let you go, given kind of yeah. Joe mentioned housing right off the bat, uh, yeah. and I assume that's an, another big difference. Yeah, well, rents aren't cheap in Limerick. Yeah, they're not cheap. don't think they're cheap anywhere. No, and the capacity isn't there. I mean, we had a big struggle to find a place. <clears throat> and we only found a place because we knew somebody who knew somebody. And it was a, that was a big, big uh, thing to get through. But what we have in Dublin, what we have here in Limerick for the money we're paying, uh, in, in Dublin we had a, um, a small two-bedroom townhouse. And here in Limerick we have a four-bedroom bungalow with a garden at the front and back. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, so there you is... know it's, it makes a huge difference. We could have guests for the first time. Yeah. It's it's interesting, though, you mentioned that you, you only found out of it because you knew someone. That That's a feature of the housing market outside Dublin. I'm not sure about inside Dublin, but outside Dublin, certainly where I'm from, if you're looking to rent or get your hands in somewhere, it's not daft.ie and these places. Of course, they're a guide. It's if you know someone who knows someone. That's how most of these things uh, change hands. So another difference maybe between the capital and other parts of the country. Uh, listen, June, thanks a million for joining us. And I'm glad to hear that the, the move is working out uh, so far. June Shannon medical journalist who moved to Limerick as I said to cut down costs Joe O'Shea as well who's the editor of Corkbio.ie Gareth says Dublin is not hostile and unwelcoming every city has good and bad expensive and inexpensive even Cork Dublin is a great place to live and it has everything going for it Liam in Longford says hilarious to compare our natural history museum to London's you might as well compare Tato Park to Disneyland somebody else says 13 euro 50 for a pub cheese and ham toasty with a super small portion of frozen chicken Chips is the Norman Dublin total ripoff. I think the entire country has become very expensive. Coffee is so poor and so expensive everywhere you go. And Jerry from Dublin says, I recently worked in Cork for three weeks and couldn't get a hotel room in the city for less than 200 quid a night with no big gigs on at the time. And one more for the moment, one more. Bernie says, yes, Dublin is expensive, but I still like it. Just a little less as years go by. And I know this is slightly off topic, Kieran, but it needs to be cleaned up more thoroughly. The footpaths are filthy. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.